Find us on the Drake Memphis app and listen to our shows and podcasts on Spotify, TuneIn, or anywhere you search for podcasts. DrakeHallMemphis.com Man, if you think that drag queens are scary, you ain't seen nothing like this before. Right. There's not, there's not, I haven't seen a poll about our terrifying, paralyzing fear of men wearing dresses and makeup, which continues to dominate the news, but it's getting to be a tiresome topic. Although this has only just begun. Yeah. As more celebs voice their disgust, RuPaul, who is a man, as far as I know, who is known for being a drag queen, has made a career out of it. And he now has a, he's the host of a TV show on some on some network. It's a quiz show. Guy is a very well-known celebrity, let's say. What his talents are, eh, I don't know. This is what scares the hell out of people. Do you know what coolrophobia is? C-O-U-L-rophobia. Mm, I, so. I didn't until today. It's the fear of clowns. Yep. I remember one of my children, my oldest male child, we had a birthday party for him somewhere when he was really young, at a bowling alley, I think. Always a great place to take kids for beers and their first you know, bowling experience. <laughs> sure. And um, we, had, we had a clown and balloons and all that crap. And this kid was in tears and terrified of this clown. This is a major phobia from a, for a ton of people. 53% of those polled in America are afraid of clowns. A phobia that doesn't really seem to stem from bad encounters with clowns. They just can't figure out what it is. So if we are terrified in making laws against drag queens, because they're terrifying, not, uh, people are more afraid of clowns than anything almost anything. They surveyed a thousand people uh, and it came back with more than half of them scared, cool rophobia, C-O-U-L rophobia of clowns. People 18 to 72 years old, more than half responding that they were scared of clowns to some degree. Now, why would that be? We ask ourselves. Well, because they're not there because they're not normal. They're wearing makeup and funny outfits and that should be happy and fun. You can't really yeah, you can't really read their face. Yeah. You, you know it's, you can tell it's ridiculous makeup with this weird exaggerated smile or whatever, or whatever pattern that they have on. But it's not quite right. It's not quite, <laughs> you know, human. And, and uh, it's part of the uh, kind of uncanny valley in uh, what some clown makeups <laughs> look like. And that sets some people off. And... I can uh, tell you, my wife used to have a big, uh, you know, kind of fear of clowns. Didn't like really? them. Didn't like them at all. But you married you. Well, <laughs> yes, Rare there shot. was that. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> but then she, when we were working the uh, haunted trail over when Shelby Farms did their spooky night, she would do oh, yeah. makeup, and so she yeah. would do mm -hmm. the the freaky, scary clown makeup, and that got her over the whole thing. And that's cool. Smart, so. smart therapy move. Well, well yep. now there's a pretty broad spectrum. Let's look at what we've learned here. Um, on one end, you have uh, in our lifetime, well, not, I guess, not not really now, Bozo the Clown. Oh, sure. Uh, that, mm -hmm. that television show, I believe, began in Chicago. Maybe I could be wrong about that. But this was, but there were a number of Bozos. 
It was on TV, and it was a, a you know little show for kids. It sounds harmless enough. And you go to the other end of it, and you have the clown in it. Yeah. What's in between? Is the, the Joker, Joker a clown? The Harley Quinn clown? clown. Well, um, you know, kind of. Yeah, so you have circus clowns that you see, but they seem harmless. Happy, and funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which ones of them are the most scary? It's just the makeup and the lack of, as you said, reading their faces because they have on makeup. So I think that's something that politicians ought to get together and ban clowns because they scare people. <laughs> that should barely be uh, some kind of, uh, you know, federal law to outlaw clowns because we are we are terrified of them. Well, we we can't stomp on people's free speech entirely, Drake. So oh, sure we can. People can still do clowns, <laughs> just not around children. That's a good point. There you go. Not not around kids, which should be the oh my god. Did John you know Wayne Gacy? He was a scary clown. <laughs> yeah. He killed people. Uh, a lot of them. Uh, the other phobias among uh, peoples include fear of animals, three percent. Fear of heights, which I've always had an I issue thought, with. Yeah, I thought heights would be a lot higher than... 2%. Closed spaces, 2% for the claustrophobics. Oh. And flying, I guess that means in a plane not flying if you have wings. <laughs> um, so that was part of the discussion. I've always had... There is um, there's some kind of a condition, if you will, that people have when they get up to high places. And they're looking, or they are, you know, they're 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 peering over the top oh, yeah. of a fence, oh, and they the have the urge to jump. The call of the abyss. Yeah, it's just some kind of you're, you. You feel like you should that? probably go on and, and just end it all there. I don't know, but it's weird. I've been to tops of a lot of high buildings, but I, it, it makes me queasy. Oh, but me you too. do have the eye. Just the, getting up on a ladder makes me nervous. Because it's a long way down, about five feet, but it still is unsettling. <laughs> don't look straight down either. Ugh. Just don't look down. And for, and for God's sake, if you're in your yard, as springtime is supposed to be here, but looking at days ahead, it ain't here yet. We have some funkiness to come. If these forecasts are right, they probably aren't. If you're outside on letters doing stuff, what is the one thing you must do? Keep your phone in your back pocket. Because when you fall down and you know break your arm, um, you need, you need help. If if there's if you're out there you know by yourself, put your phone in your pocket because you might fall. That and is that a good idea. Dry. Seriously. Yes. Don't don't you know it's why tempt fate? Today is Ask Lawyer Bill Thursday. Bill will be here in a bit. Eight seven eight nine four two zero to add to our list of texts we already have, and several issues of note to discuss with Bill when he gets here about 7.30. His first podcast will be airing. Well, the, mm-hmm. he, we, we have some of his on the, yeah. on the website, drakehallmemphis.com. But he has a brand-new podcasting studio. He and his brother Scott will kick off their weekly series of, um, of events or interviews with judges and other people. That will begin this weekend uh, pretty quick. So we'll ask Bill some more about that when he gets here. Eight seven eight nine four two zero for all of uh, all of those things. Uh, it's a weekend of a bunch of stuff coming up: basketball uh, tournaments all across the nation. The Tigers play tomorrow night, six p.m. on ESPNU. 
tonight they'll be deciding who they'll, they'll it'll be it's 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 UCF and somebody I didn't pay much mind to it, but we will find out more. And we, it's, it's just my bad for not paying attention. Uh, nationally, this story has been everywhere about John Morant because of how likable this young man is and what a good dude he seems to be. Uh, but he really um, got out of his lane, as they say, which everyone knows now, last weekend in Denver, in a strip bar at uh, their time, about 3 in the morning, waving around a gun. And the issues at hand, the team put him on suspension, didn't call it suspension. He was off for two games on the West Coast run. They lost them both to, uh, to the Clippers and the Lakers. So the NBA got their claws into this and began to investigate. And the police department out there, it, it wasn't the Denver PD. It was a subdivision outside of Denver. And the investigation was to find out, to ask questions, I guess, of Ja and those who were with him. Did he carry a gun onto an airplane in his luggage? If that, in fact, had been proven, he would have been banned for 50 games. Mm. Heard that. There goes the mm. season right there. Uh, this team plays well. They have guys hurt, um, and he's out, but they have still played uh, aggressively and have lost a few games and not that badly. However, in the Western Conference, they are still tied for second, so they need to maintain themselves. There's lots of hoops left to play in the NBA, but Jai is out for four more games, not 50. Uh, and the support he has been given by his teammates, by this city, by the NBA in general, I think, is mm -hmm. unusual um, and not the, 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 the path that most people take. But he is known to be a really good young man. His skills are not in question. The guy is an incredible athlete. But at 23 years old, he got a buttload of money and fame and adoration, and it's hard to take, it's, it's hard to handle that sometimes. And so that's, he went nuts. And the supposition is that he had somebody else's gun waving it around and, and putting it on Instagram. And bro, bro dumb, he, dumb. he learned the hard way, but yeah. not, not the hard, hard way. This could have been extremely ugly. So he, uh, he has not been dropped by Nike. He's had support from other players, uh, some veterans and some who are still uh, playing now. He made a bad decision. We've all done it, but he really made a, a bad decision. Yeah. In a in a, a titty bar with a gun at three o'clock. No, that's a that's a bad on, idea. On yeah. video. <laughs> on Everyone video. knows the story by now, but it's it's just a disappointment that this kid who seems to be so together and so sharp and so just just, just a good good person, which he is, I think. We all do really st stupid shit. We're drunk. And I assume he was uh, addled at some level. Anyway, four more games, he'll be back. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Lawyer Bill coming up, 8789420. We have various stories about International Women's Day and how far they have or haven't come. It's a bit of a shock to read some of these stories about women and how they're, I guess, treated as the word by society and how um, unbalanced the way that we handle and approach men and women in different areas. Um, I'd be pissed if I heard some of these stories as a female, and that's why they're they fight and fight and to, to 
get equal pay and equal stuff, and it isn't really going well when you see some of these stories. So once again, we are a society based on being white and male, and hopefully not gay. That's what politicians want us to be. So let's strive for that and keep everybody else under our boot heel. That was sarcasm. Yes. Um, so let's not do that to people. Treat everybody with some kind of respect and kindness. It works out a lot better. Once again, Bill's coming up. Here is a version. First I ever heard of this lady and the song blew me away. I had no idea who she was. I didn't know that this has been 16, 17 years ago. And she has turned out to be one of the most popular entertainers, I guess, in the world, um, in part for her, well, I guess first for her own work, and then for all the great things she's done for other people, like Joni Mitchell, Tanya Tucker, and on and on. She just, she is a giver and a kind person, and a, she just has many talents, among them compassion and um, helping people. Dolly Parton called Brandy Carlisle and said, do you mind if I record your song, The Story? And I'm, I've, I've told this before, uh, but Brandy, I guess, wrote back to her or, or texted her, of course not, I'd be honored, but in fact, the song was written by one of the twins that she plays with. She did not write this song. I didn't know that, huh. know that for a long time. One of the twins did. Uh, the twins are the two guys that have played with her from the inception. They're big. I can't think of, think of their names right now, but they're two guys, bald heads. They play guitar, and their harmonies are always behind Brandy. So Brandy told Dolly, she said, well, um, if you want me to, I can rewrite this to maybe fit your key if your voice can't go that high anymore. She was trying to very you know, kindly suggest that maybe it was out of Dolly's range. And Dolly replied to her and said, uh, darling, I think I can handle it. But thank you, <laughs> darling. <clears throat> Dolly killed it. Dolly Parton. This is Drake Digital. Drake Digital with Drake West and Sid in the morning. Hear all the shows at drakehallmemphis.com. Lawyer Bill's coming up here. Bill Jones, Jones Law Firm, to answer your questions about legality, legal fingers that you're messed up in. It's no fun when you're in the midst of it, and having some advice helps. Free advice is even better. And uh, and uh, Gil or Bill can give us that here when we get to him in a few minutes. 878-9420. It's a busy weekend. A lot of things are going on. Uh, basketball tournaments across the country. Uh, the Sunday uh, event, which announces the bracketology who's playing whom, where the Tigers will be in there someplace. The uh, the guesses are from a 7 seed to a 10 seed, but we won't know about that until the AAC tournament is over. It begins in Fort Worth tonight. That's on Sunday. The Academy Awards are on Sunday. And I think I'll wait until uh, tomorrow to mention some of these, but uh, there's a bunch of these movies that are on most, or at least one of these either Netflix or I can't remember where they are, but they're pretty much all out there. And this should be in as, as bad as award shows are. And we all, I'm not sure who, who the host even is, or if there is one, that's how out of touch people are with award shows. <laughs> but some of these movies are, I, I watched all quiet on the Western front last night. 
if you are into movies and into filmmaking and history and how all of this stuff comes together on the big screen, uh, this movie was, it's an epic film about uh, an event, a certain part of World War One, and it is, it is unbelievably powerful. So if you have time and you want to watch these movies, they're on. Everything, everywhere, all the time is projected to be the winner of many of these categories. At, at the SAG Awards, uh, All Quiet won uh, some stuff, but Everything, Everywhere won the majority of the awards. So we'll see about that, but we'll cover that in more detail at some point. But there's a ton of stuff to watch on the TV. Wes has a story here. Um, we've talked before, and it's it has been in the news of late, about Netflix and how much money they've lost and how many people they fired. Um, you get one good thing, and in the media, everybody tries to emulate it, and you end up with too much stuff. Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, HBO Max, Paramount Plus, Apple Plus, Peacock is NBC's uh, dive into this world and they they have the only show I've ever watched on there is one that's on now called Poker Face and it's it's really good but they have a a bunch of the old NBC TV shows they have some movies and the rights to all of these things they almost have too much like Disney does and so Peacock uh, the the problems have come to a head and Wes has a piece about what they're about to do, which is not good for them. <laughs> they're about to lose three billion dollars on Peacock. Is what they're wow. about That's to do. A That's a lot of dang money. It's NBC's thing. Comcast actually owns NBC or something like that. It's it's the complicated communications Hard to tell. media ownership trees. But uh, the CEO of Comcast says that there's a lot of changes going on and they're costly. And they're going to be shutting down the free version of Peacock for people who are not Xfinity company uh, customers. So if you've been getting Peacock free from Xfinity, that's you'll keep getting it for a while. But later, that's going to go away, too. And even yep. if you have Xfinity, you're going to have to start paying for Peacock. They said there are too, that too many of the users right now are getting for free. Peacock at this point only has about, they say, 20 million paying customers, which mm. in the scheme of American streaming services is not very many. Mm -hmm. So... They're looking for ways to make Peacock more attractive. They're going to, they've added a live feed of reels. It says they're going to start streaming some Big Ten football games, and they've added a bunch of content oh, from Lord. the Hallmark Channel, and oh, none God. of this actually sounds really like anything that would attractive. get me to, to yeah. even bother with the free version. The, free, the, uh, the one thing that is already part of the free version, which I don't like, but it's not too intrusive, is they run commercials during yeah. the shows. Uh, now, most of these things don't. Uh, some do and some don't, but Netflix had plans to add commercials too, but they haven't yet. Uh, but Peacock, in, their, in the shows that they produce, they add one minute is the max. Sometimes it's about 30 seconds, but it does break up the show. Uh, but this Peacock thing, to me, like Disney, when you go there, there's so much, it's hard to navigate through to find what you, it, there's just too much going on. They're trying to cram too much programming onto one site. And that has hurt 
the Disney Plus network, and now it's hurting Peacock. There's too much. So, so the answer is to add a bunch of football games. Brilliant. No. I haven't even explored Peacock. I... Well, there's too much there, and it's it's new new NBC shows and old NBC shows, wow. and just a mishmash of different a potpourri of stuff that some of it is worthwhile and some of it's not. But they really aren't known for their creation of new shows. But uh, Poker Face has done really well, and it's a it's just a just a fun show to watch. Uh, what's her name? Natasha yeah. Leone is really good. So um, there's too much, and it begins to <laughs> eat itself. And people get fired, and they lose money. And and the one of the new angles on all of these things, which will probably be a positive as far as making money, is that they're all now in the game of bidding for various sports entities: NBA, NFL, baseball, mm-hmm. college hoops. Yeah, ESPN has the rights to many things, and they pay remarkable amounts of money for college football. The SEC Network is part of ESPN, and there are four or five of those those different different channels. Uh, but they're going to be bidding on all of this stuff when contracts come up, and you're going to end up with, like Amazon Prime this past year, with football from the NFL on Thursday evenings. How many people signed up for Amazon Prime to watch what is usually a mediocre matchup in the NFL? But now all these other channels are going to be trying to bid for a piece of the pie in the sports world, which to me makes it only more more convoluted. We're going to find out. Uh, but the employees there better be watching their back. Get your resume ready to go because you're about to be out of a gig. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate, but anyway. Uh, Bill's coming up, 878 to ask him about your issues legally. He has good advice always, and we have some stories locally for him to observe from the MPD. The Tyree Nichols case took an interesting twist yesterday. They fired another cop day before yesterday and had planned to release 20 hours of footage. Now the question that we had here in my house is, how the hell do they have 20 hours of That's a, extra footage? Exactly what we how? said. Uh, if all these cops had their body cams turned off but for one or two, how do they have 20 hours of footage? And But a judge said, no. I'm gonna ask Bill that question and the answer I'm assuming is that the more they expose every angle of this, the harder it'll be to find a jury mm-hmm. that hasn't already made up its mind. There's already so much out there that is horrible looking, and all these cops have pled not guilty. So you know, this is one more odd turn in that area. So we'll get to that with Lawyer Bill in a minute. You can uh, get your text into us now. Ask him a question if you have divorce problems or kid problems or whatever and he will give you uh, some advice on how to handle that that's up next first we go back to one of the uh, one of the great bands out of the 60s that had hit after hit after hit and then disappeared they were they were so good while they were here this is drake digital drake digital with drake west and sid in the morning and the afternoon Hear all the shows at DrakePaulMemphis.com. 
All right, lawyer Bill is here today. Bill Judge, the Judge Law Firm, their new offices in Clark Tower are, I, I'm guessing that they work um, and that there are, are desks and pictures of Ole Miss stuff and computers and people that work there uh, and they are ready for clients and uh, action. But I haven't asked Bill that question yet. So was I wrong or right? Are you in there and set to law up? We are, we are in there. Uh, we are dealing with people. I actually saw my first slate of clients in the new office yesterday. So it's working cool. Champagne, uh, caviar for the no, guests and clients? Uh, bourbon and sawdust. We that's are good. An, we're an old-fashioned law firm. Um, so that's, that's how we roll. There's not a lot of old Miss stuff up yet. Uh, Good. I'm the only old Miss fan in the office. Good. We have a, a Tiger fan, um, two Tiger fans, so it's it's just me alone with space. I, I think that just maybe some uh, some posters from, um, let's say something about just some, you know, a Led Zeppelin poster, uh, Jimi Hendrix, um, just, you know, rock and roll kind of stuff that should be on the walls, not some boring landscape shots or nonsense like that and surely to god not endless old miss stuff how I, do you plan to, <laughs> to do your interior decorating well so the the offices are nice now our little podcast room i bet we it's are beautiful. we are decorating we're doing it like a room divided where one side will be old miss and one side will be tiger stuff um, okay because I i'm excited that about the comfort rest. to your clients or what uh, I guess I don't know. I, look, here's what I care about: the Rebs are 11 and two in baseball right now. Your defending <laughs> national champions are rock, rocking it, and and we've got who is it? Chris Beard that we're hiring from Texas after he apparently beat his old wife. So, oh cool. Um, yeah. So as, as long as she keeps her mouth shut and does as she's told, I'm sure that <laughs> we'll nice. receive no bad press at Old Miss. Out of uh, the mouth of a of a lawyer. That's that's yeah. really. I'm, I'm not happy about this hire. I mean, he's a basketball coach. He obviously beat whoever. I'm just not oh, happy about it. Is he the guy from Texas Tech? Yes, he is. Oh. From Tech. Yeah, so we, we hired him. So they fired uh, Kermit the Frog and hired a guy who's a wife beater. Good That's, good call. Well, because we had to get rid of Andy Kennedy, who would get yeah. drunk and ride around in cabs. Um, yeah. At least he wasn't driving. That's, oh, that's man. True. Well, well, plus his, but a Kermit didn't do very well over his tenure. Kermit there, did but, not do well. He yeah. needed he needed to go back to wherever. Uh, Ole Miss, but it's Ole Miss. We're not a basketball school. We just never have been. No. So this new guy, did they vet him before they hired him, or just they? That's a weird move, I, and a I, and a bad they, look. I, I think it's a bad look. But what do I know? I Apparently, know. winning is more important than. Having a Beating coach your wife. that can actually right. raise up young men. Who uh -huh. knows? Sounds like he's off to a great start. A wife beater. Bring it on. That's that's really good. This may go south before it's all over with. Okay, enough about that. Let's look at a couple of topics here we have kept stories of that were in the news in this area over the past week. Let's first go to the one I mentioned uh, this past half hour. There was a plan to release 20 hours of footage involving the Tyree Nichols case and I presume the officers involved but a judge shut that down first of all question one is how could there be 20 more hours of unseen footage 
And secondly, I think this, this answer is pretty obvious. Why did the judge strike this down? Where are, where are there 20 more hours? Okay, so um, we all have seen the, the original video, and we've seen the cove, uh, kind of where it landed. Well, you, you think about it. If you've got that many police car outside of your house, what are you going to do? You're, we have not seen any cell phone footage from this incident yet from the neighbors, the surrounding houses. I suspect that some of the footage is going to be cell phone footage that you've gotten from neighbors. Uh, I would assume that we have not seen body cam footage from everybody that was on that scene. Because they were We've turned seen, off. Well, allegedly. Uh, uh, apparently, yeah. they, they found some. A lot of these ambulances, a lot of these police cars have dash cam mm-hmm. footage that we haven't seen yet. So I'm sure that there there is 20 more hours of footage. Now the quality of it is, you know, it, it may not show anything more than what we've already seen. Why did the judge say no to it? Is the big question. So the judge said no to it. Uh, my reading of the motion and the order that the judge uh, read. Let me see. the The actual language in the motion said that uh, the state, so the actual prosecutor, and the um, the, the defendants, the police officers, they have not seen any of this information. So basically, you would be showing the general public um, before you show these officers what evidence is going to be used against them. So the state has a right to see it, and and these victims, not these victims, these defendants have a right to see it. So what it is said is that they'll, they'll be released as soon as possible practical after the defendant and the state has reviewed the information. So that's the first thing that has to happen. Doesn't this add to um, the already uh, problematic decisions on the jury? Yes. If you keep if you keep adding more stuff to the fire, it'll be really hard hard pressed to find 12 people that don't know about this case. That has Absolutely. to be part of this thing. Okay. Sure, that's part of it. Is, is, so they are okay. It's hard for us to wrap our heads around it, but they are presumed innocent. I know we've seen the video. Right. They are presumed innocent until proven guilty. So, showing showing the the video um, could skew the public if the what we call the probative value of it uh, is is low. So if it if it's just more of the same um, then it leads to that argument that you're making that it, it just is poisoning the well and it's going to make it harder to find somebody um, it'll be yeah, it's going to be hard enough anyway I think oh absolutely well interesting interesting concept this will go on forever these offices are due in court in May sometime they'll go in individually I'm assuming or do they all have the same lawyers no, so they're not going to all have the they're not going to have the same lawyers. Um, in fact, they they all have their own independent counsel, and the reason for that is because a man can't serve two masters, right? Right. If I'm right. trying to, if if you and Wes and Sid all robbed a bank, I could not represent all three of you at the same time. I'd have to represent one of you. That's our plan. <laughs> well, I'd have to represent one of you because you, you got to think him. about it. What what happens when ships start going down? Rats start scurrying, right? So mm. if if I'm representing Drake, Wes may want to flip 
and and be the snitch on Sid and and Wes. And yeah, it'd be Wes. I for can't sure. repre- but I can't <laughs> represent him, right? Yeah. If I'm representing you, I can't let him say, All right, "Hey, give the dirt so you can put my client Drake away." All so, right, let me ask you this, just um, as a yeah. as a tangent. You got seven officers here. Um, they fired somebody else uh, Tuesday. You have all these cops who were all part of the same video footage, the same, uh, their involvement in the case, depending upon what footage is seen. All of these guys have given testimony in private to investigators with their attorney present. So that means you've got seven people that have different testimonies. And do they end up being pitted against each other if something doesn't match up? Are they pointing fingers at their comrade in arms who was there beating up this kid? How do you separate the not the, all the information from their testimony and have, as a collective, one answer? And how do you find out who's yeah. lying and who's not and who's saying, it was him, not me? So seven so, lawyers have to do this and parse through all this information to get an answer for a judge yes. and jury. So I don't think you're going to have a, a straight answer from, from everybody. I, I think each each defendant will put up the best defense that they have. Yeah. Some of them will be... I didn't do some, it. Well, some of them will be, I arrived late on the scene. The damage was already done once I arrived. Um, all I, If I'm guilty of anything, it's not administering aid. Then you may have somebody else that was like, look, by the time I got there, there's nothing I could have done. He, he was already at that then you're going to have somebody else saying well i watched him hit him and i couldn't stop him so i mean everybody's going to have their own version of the facts it's up to a jury to find each one of them guilty uh what'd you make of uh, there's already one instance of uh not a snitch uh, but one of these uh paramedics who showed up testified or not to he he told somebody i'm not sure who who this was that the, that, the, that the cops didn't let him tend to Nichols. They wouldn't let him help him. So that's How the does first, that look for them? Is, well, so look, this is what we're talking about, how each party is going to have their own version of, of what happened. So this guy, Oops, this this guy gets in trouble. So the first thing he, he's saying is, hey, I, I went there to render aid, but these bad people would not let me render aid. I'm innocent. Let me go home. There's a guy on the video who is an EMT who is just standing there and makes no attempt to help him. I didn't see anybody trying to you know push him away from offering aid to this kid, but yeah, this but, is going to be a, a, a confusing nightmare. Well, so as horrible as as horrible as that is, let's let's break that down for just a second. So the EMT that arrived that couldn't administer aid. So the the process I would walk through is. Uh, did he make the initial stop and, and start this series of events? No. Uh, did he actually inflict the damage? No. So it's obvious already he's not guilty of murder. He's not guilty of conspiracy to commit murder. Um, so his charges are probably going to be different than everybody else's. So his defense is saying they wouldn't allow me to render aid because he's not looking at a murder charge. He's looking at a dereliction of duty that he failed to render aid. Hmm. So everybody is going to have their own little reason as to why they're not guilty and why you should just give them a slap on the wrist and, and send them home. 
Unfortunately oh, for all of them, um, this is a front of mind thing for the city and the jurors. I, I just don't know how much this the jurors are going to buy or believe or put up with. It's going to be a real, this, this is going to be a, uh, interesting thing to see, oh, but it's, well, it's going to be, it's going to be a, not until well, May will we know more about this. We'll have all the major news outlets here. The trucks will be downtown oh, yeah. taking oh, valuable yeah. parking spots for lawyers. It'll, it'll be, it'll be bad. All right, let's uh, do a couple of tunes here. We have texts. We have other stories um, that involve the MPD. And uh, Steve Mulroy, did, um, uh, he made an announcement about transparency in his office that I thought was really smart. And we will talk about those things uh, in brief and get to your texts. 878-9420 is where to go and to get uh, your question in for Bill. And we'll return to those stories and text in a moment after we take a lighthearted break with Davey and Peter and Mickey and Mike, the monkeys. This is Drake Digital. Find us on the Drake Memphis app and listen to our shows and podcasts on Spotify, TuneIn, or anywhere you search for podcasts. DrakeHallMemphis.com. It's Ask Lawyer Bill Thursday, his podcast. We'll begin a pretty, we have, we, he's got a new one in the can, as we say, and we'll be having one of these every week once we get everything nailed down and uh, get his new studios operating, and uh, he and his brother will have guests from judges to other attorneys, and it'll be um, an informative, helpful thing, yeah, we, I'm pretty sure. We've got some really cool guests lined up. It's just a matter right now of getting getting equipment functioning properly, but yeah, we've got some really cool guests that have agreed to come on that we've got lined up. So it I'm kind of excited about it. It should be fun. Yeah, so are we. I, uh, we wanted to yeah. get uh, get all the things right because the room looks just fantastic. And uh, we'll be doing, we'll get all of that, all that right, and we'll carry on. And we'll let you know when they're on, and they'll be then uh, accessible where, uh, where you get, get your podcast on the website or anywhere else, Apple and Spotify and all that stuff. So that's coming up. Let's touch on this for a minute because uh, this is, there probably isn't a long answer required, but since the Department of Justice is investigating the MPD, and rightly so, because of the history of how they treat people and how this uh, this this Nichols case brought it all to a head, up in Louisville, uh, I wouldn't have thought this was the case, but it is. The, the uh, DOJ went into Louisville and did an intensive look at their police department. I don't know what prompted this, but they had the issue up there with that young lady. Um, this was after George Floyd. It was a bad scene up there. I can't think of her name, and it isn't in the story. Anyway, they went into their uh, to their their uh, PD and did a deep look at their operating, um, their, just their policies and how they have been doing their business. They came back with a statement that. Um, the LPD consistently were violating people's rights. They were doing things unnecessary. They were over, um, they were overreaching, and it's a bad look for that for that uh, department. I can't imagine if the Louisville PD was uh, derelict in their duty with that national case of last year. What they're going to find at the MPD? How long does a DOJ investigation? of a police department take would you think from your seat 
Oh my gosh. Um, well, I mean, let's let's do the math here. So with Louisville, they this happened right after Floyd last year. I think this is the one where they went into the apartment. Is that right? I believe so. Yes. Um, the young so lady they, was hurt and Brianna killed Taylor. or something. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Um, at this point, we got the report from that yesterday. So there, that's kind of your timeline. Is it's not fast, it's not quick. I mean, the George Floyd that that's all last year. So I mean, it's been a year in the making for them to dig through some stuff, find some stuff, and and figure out what they want to do. It's probably been longer than that, right? Yeah, it's I think been so. Two years. Yeah. Probably, so yes. it, it, it's. It's one of these things where they're they're going to turn over every rock. While you're there, uh, they're going to check everything. It is a full diagnostic on the department. So the DOJ. How far is back gonna... do they go? Do you think? Because the this this current case is perhaps at the tip of the iceberg. What do you think? Where do they start to look at this and go forward up to this event? Well, they're going to look at everything. They're going to look at these officers. They're going to look at, and they'll start there. They'll grow out from there. They start looking at prosecutors. They start looking at how officers treat things, uh, complaints that they've got. So, you know, sometimes if you file a complaint, it it may get swept under the rug. Well, the DOJ is going to pull it back out from under the rug. They found that that some of the cops up there uh, called black people monkeys, animal, and boy. They also had a videotaped evidence of police throwing drinks at pedestrians and insulting those that were disabled. Uh, plus unjustified neck restraints, police dogs, and tasers. And doing searches without warrants, and the list goes on. So they got nailed to the so wall. So what we're hearing one. is that, that Justified did an accurate job of portraying law enforcement in Kentucky. That's well, Harlan County is a lot different than Louisville. It's the real country, backwood, bumpkin, meth head mentality. Louisville is a pretty civilized town. I was born there. It was more civilized back in those days. Well, that's I not guess. a ringing endorsement. That- not a, no, no, it's not. Because what, what it produced here is, a, is trouble. But, um, but, yeah, but, but Harlan County is a whole different deal. But Louisville... Uh, to me, that's a, that's a surprise that that city have let, that let that entire process go on. But I guess the case of that young lady brought this to the eyes of the DOJ. And now Memphis is next. So that's a problem. Uh, some text, 878-9420. Sid, go for it. Connie says, is there anything a community, like several Mississippi counties, can do about an incompetent utility company? Class action lawsuit, maybe? Are there any past cases you know of? Can you really fight City Hall? Thank you, says Connie. Must be. She's referring to MLGW, I'm guessing. Well, no, she's in Mississippi. I'm assuming she's referring to energy. Mm -hmm. Um, So utilities are generally the only game in town. So as as far as filing some lawsuit, if they're incorrectly billing you, if they've done something grossly negligent, obviously you can file a lawsuit against them. But if you're just talking about you're not happy with the service legally, I don't know there's a whole lot you can do. Now, there, look, there's some pretty cool alternatives. Uh, As a dork, I can tell you that I have looked into. There's a shingle system now that is um, uh, solar panel. You put shingles on your house that are solar panels and, and you're off the grid. So, I mean, there there are alternatives for you if you want to spend buku of money. Or live um, in the dark. 
and with yeah. no TV and no lights. But other than that, it's going to have to be something um, something big, like they have. You can show and you can prove that they've they've been jacking with your meter, that uh, they've been charging you wrongly, and most of the time they'll just correct that. But as far as suing them, you're going to have to tell me what they're doing wrong in order for me to tell you whether or not there's anything you can do about them. And it sounds like that one person trying to do this is a waste of time, hence the class action lawsuit concept. But but that would require the gathering of a bunch of folks who are pissed. I know that there's a story this week earlier. Somebody in Memphis got a bill for $17,000 for one month. Oh Obviously an error in the calculation of their bill. Right, but so you energy, don't sue. I've never seen I, I haven't. They've been pretty competent, I think, but... Uh, everybody has their own take on this. There were power outages down here uh, last month during the ice and snow and all that all that mess. But one person that got pissed isn't going to have much impact on a corporation as huge as as that that outfit. Energy. Well, and and, and even like the seventeen thousand dollar bill, you're not going to sue over that. You're gonna no. you're gonna call somebody at the help desk, raise help. They'll be on hold for two hours. Yeah, they're going to transfer times. you up, and and eventually they're going to get it fixed. Um, it's just a pain in the in the butt. Yeah. Well, that one is going to be quite a challenge. Eight seven eight nine four two zero. What's the next one, Sid? What What does HSUD mean to you? Is that another company? Uh, it means nothing no to idea. me. Okay. Eight I didn't know. Thanks. She, she wrote back. Okay. If you here's another one from Chris. Do you know if a doctor's office has a specific time frame to fulfill a request for a patient's own records? The office uses an off-site company for records distribution, and this has been going on since the beginning of December. Is it time for a carefully crafted letter from Lawyer Bill? So if, if it's taken that long, you have an automatic right to your, to your records uh, from your physician. So they, you, the only thing you're required to pay for sometimes is, is the copying cost, and there's a cap on how much you can pay. As far as a timeline, it's just generally within a reasonable amount of time. Now, if you file a lawsuit of some type against them, or if that's what you're needing it for, then you get subpoena powers where you can give them a timeline. Uh, but w without a, a lawsuit, it's I don't think there's a, a mandated timeline. Uh, it's just within a reasonable amount of time. Now, if you can't get them for whatever reason and we have to write a letter or file suit, um, you get those pretty quick. I mean, we yeah, don't underestimate the power of a letter uh, from the Jones Law Firm. I've watched it happen in my own life, and it solved a problem uh, right now. It, it, it was great. So uh, don't discount how powerful that can be. And let Bill do it for you, because uh, he does a good job at that. And I like doing them, because in those I get to be snippy. and. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were snippy <laughs> as a mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was great. Uh, the issue, in fact, was... American Express, about 30 years ago, I had to file a uh, bankruptcy because of mismanagement and, well, for being broke. And they were one of the people on the list that didn't get paid. And it wasn't that, that, that much money. 25, 30 years go by, and all that was uh, settled. And I get some mail from them trying to get the money out of me after this bankruptcy. And I thought, wow, you got some gigantic stones on you for trying that. And Bill wrote them a, a nice little note 
And the last line of your letter was the capper for me That's that you wrote, I assure you that my office is nearer the courthouse than yours. <laughs> Yeah, so they go away. Well, they were first. out of town. They were from out of town. It was some it was LA, out- New York bullshit. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, if you want to come to Memphis, come on, file suit. I assure you, my office is closer to the courthouse than yours. <laughs> I'll see you there. It was great. Good. I never heard well, another word back from these morons. In the in the past, like I've had to go in person to the office and get whatever old records to switch doctors for something, but sure. nowadays. Typically, but obviously not every all everybody, the your new office will request it, and then but then you call the old office and say yes, I give you permission to send records, blah blah blah. You know, I guess it should not now. If you're asking, it should not take longer than a week because everything's Mm -hmm. digitized now. The only reason Mm -hmm. it should take longer than a week is if you know Nancy, who knows how to do it, is on vacation, Mm -hmm. but. With everything digitized, it, it's just drop, click, and email. Um, so it, yeah. it, it shouldn't take too long. Very good. We'll do a break and get some more of your texts. And we'll. I, I think it is a, uh, it, it's a good thing to discuss uh, with the new DA, Steve Mulroy, uh, the statement he issued about transparency in that office, in an office that most people don't understand what they do. And uh, one of the things that he ran on was more transparency from that office, and he has followed through with that promise, and it's a, it's pretty impressive, I thought. Plus your text, 878-9420, in a minute. Uh, more of Ask Lawyer Bill after Stevie Ray. This is Drake Digital. Hear all the shows at drakehallmemphis.com. When he's not quoting rap lyrics to us off the air, uh, Bill Jones is an, an attorney at the Jones Law Firm. And he joins us on Thursdays to answer questions from y'all about the things you've gotten yourself into. And we also discuss issues from the area about uh, police departments and the law and the whatever is applicable to this part of our program. Bill's podcasting is um, going to be up and running here pretty quick. And Sid will post on social media where and when to hear it. The topic was... What? I oh, forgot. this time we oh, talked this. about we talked about Chat GPT. I know that y'all have talked about it some. Um, oh yeah, a lot. But we we kind of go in depth about how it's going to affect the law. You've got, um, uh, without ruining your going into the podcast, you've got judges who are using it to help them make decisions. You've got attorneys that are using it to help draft documents. Uh, and and apparently it got a C plus on no a C minus on the bar exam, so we mm. we just kind of break it down about how it's going to affect the law because it it is it all it already is. Well, it, um, it what is unusual about this is that there's a new story about advancements in it every day, and every company in the world is trying to up the game, and everybody is all in and spending a lot of money on trying to eliminate the problems that they're having with this thing because it has no real um, emotion or compassion or empathy and it doesn't have any any sense of reason but it can you know spit out things when it's asked somebody in uh, Congress had it write a speech which he gave on the you know on the Senate floor 
and nobody knew that it was written by a robot. So they're trying to make it better and better, and everybody is spending a ton of money on this. And it's the future, I guess, and that may be good or maybe bad. No one knows. Uh, let's look at, for just a moment, the DA's office, the attorney for the district of Shelby County. Amy Wyrick was there for eight years. Before her, it was Bill Gibbons, and now it's Steve Mulroy. The average person, well, like me, a long time, I had no idea what they did. It was just the DA, and you didn't have any clue what they do. They're, they prosecute criminals, uh, I guess, from misdemeanors to felonies. That's what their job is. And under Mr. Mulroy, or whoever is in that seat, what is it, about 200 lawyers that are that, that prosecute cases? And you got a, a ton of moving parts in this job and in that department. But he, is, he uh, did a statement about transparency and made some, some really good points about how they plan to make it more evident what they do and their success rate and things like that. What was your overview of what he said and what does it mean going forward for cases from misdemeanors to felonies? Well, one the article that I read on this indicates that what they're what they're really trying to do is clean up public the public's access. It's basically a website redesign. Um, right now, if you wanted to find some data on well, what happened to this guy? Where are these officers? Yeah. Uh, this guy that robbed me, what's he up for? You, you can, if you know what you're doing and you use the system regularly, you can go in and find something. But even even me, I've, I've been doing it 20 years. If I'm trying to find if somebody's locked up or if somebody's uh, been arrested in the past, it's really hard to find those records with how the system works right now. Hmm. So I think one thing that they're they're trying to do is have more statistics, more transparency in that way, because these are all public records. They're They're hard to get to. They're hard to access. And I think that's the first thing that they're working on is getting somebody to uh, to basically help measure their data um, and, and to show the public so the public can know that transparency truly is coming. So One it's, of the things it's a good would, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I thought that his his uh, his his comments were very timely and very smart. And one of the things that keeps coming up, or that was so astounding was this kid 11 years old who had nine arrests in two months yeah. and he was cut loose every time. Uh, and that one, the question was, you know, why is he keep getting released back into the wild? Someone's going to kill him or vice well, versa. So I'm going to use your numbers. I don't think they're, I think they're high, but I'm going to use your numbers. Let's say there were nine cases, nine, well, in, nine but arrests. Let's, but let's say you got 200 lawyers down there, right? right. And, and you've got nine cases from this kid well it's a new lawyer getting it every time and if they can't okay. access all the other data right if for some reason it hadn't been in it that's what they're trying to fix they're trying to fix all of it so so we so these this doesn't happen again and yeah. again and again well we'll see how this plays out but boy he uh, he wanted that job and and he got it and he's got he's up to his eyeballs every day i'm sure uh, one more text, 878-9420 for Lawyer Bill. Go ahead. All right. This lady is in Olive Branch. My husband and I had our wills updated by Bill about two years ago when my husband received his cancer diagnosis. The time has come for him to stop working, and he wants to file for SSDI 
due to his condition. Can you recommend a disability law attorney to help us navigate the social security system? So unfortunately, I can't. Um, I can I can look around, or you can call the office, especially if you're a client that I've I've done a will for. You can call me today, and I will I'll go online and see if I can find somebody. The the problem is, they started changing social security where it's not as profitable for lawyers. Um, and, and what do you mean by that? So, it used to be that. It used to be there every, every attorney you'd see commercials. Call us now. We'll help you get your SSI and disability. Mm -hmm. And you, you, if you notice, you don't see those commercials anymore. All you see now is hurting a car wreck. Call us. Mm -hmm. Or did you did you know? Were you on this drug? Are you part of this class action? Or did you stay at Camp Lejeune? You're not seeing anything anything now about. Um, call us now, we'll help you get your Social Security and SSI. Well, what they've done is at some point they started rewriting the laws where attorneys' settle, settlements could be only be so big, where the payouts were not so big. This happened about 10 years ago. Um, I, I had a buddy, John Canale, that he used to make his living off of that. And when the law kind of changed, he it just wasn't profitable for him to do that. I, I know yeah. it's it's harmful to say that to somebody who's like, look, this is a problem for me. I need help. But if the attorneys aren't making money off of it, they kind of quit practicing in those areas. I, well, uh, For example, I used to do real estate, and I quit doing it when the market collapsed in 2008 because yeah. I couldn't make any money from it. I, there's somebody in my family who um, needed some advice uh, about being disabled and uh, she she found an attorney or somebody that was at least an advisor uh, that walked her through all the steps and got this solved quickly. So somebody yeah. out there is either giving advice or their attorneys or something because they made this happen for her quickly. No, you can you can pay to have an attorney assist you with these issues. What what I always look for is is for clients are these, we don't get paid unless you get paid people. Right. And I, I think that, that model for social security is, is going away a little bit where it's, it's more of pay us and we'll help walk you through it. So um, if you pay up front, they'll help you out. If you sure just ask for advice, but, tough. but you, you think about that. If you're, if you're trying to get help to get money, you're not going to have a lot of money to pay to get help. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there, there you go. That, that covers uh, some issues locally and answers some of your questions. So thank you for that. Uh, Bill's new offices are in, in Clark Tower, and the phone number is the same. And uh, his podcasting is beginning maybe this week, and we'll be um, uh, telling you about that every week as he progresses and becomes a podcast master, along with his brother Scott, talking to judges and people like that and other attorneys and topicality and issues of the day, right? That's the plan. Absolutely. All right, my friend, thank you. The phone number, the contact info for your office is? Yeah, you can find us on the web at lawyerbill.com, uh, on a phone at 761-5353, but we're just on the seventh floor of Clark Tower. You can find us, easy. The entire floor is now owned Not by Bill Not the Jones. entire floor. We're, we're <laughs> okay. in the southwest corner. Okay. Well, that sounds good, and uh, good luck yeah. with your podcasting and with uh, 
with your business, and uh, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Bill Absolutely. Jones. We'll see you next time, sir. Thank you very much. Y'all have a great All right, day. Back in a moment. Uh, this is Ringo on Drake Digital. This is Drake Digital with Drake West and Sid in the morning. Keep up with the shows and podcasts at drakehallmemphis.com. Well, okay then. Uh, we thank our friend Lawyer Bill, and he'll be back Thursday, and uh, his podcasting will be uh, fleshed out and on the air once a week. And some of the things he is doing are going to be really compelling, I think, and, um, and fun to hear. And informative, so that's um, on the way. As is Wes's new podcast, which is the theme this week, Wesley. Uh, I, run this down. I am defending the television show Velma, which has gotten a lot of hate all across the Internet. And How come they got the hate? Why? You're going to have to listen to the podcast to find out. I'm not going to spoil it here. If You if tune know, in like everyone else has to, man. If people know, don't know who she is, who is she? Velma is the character from the Scooby-Doo gang, and she was a, a, the subject of a sort of origin story series on HBO Max, and that recently concluded, and a lot of people hate it for reasons I, I don't think it deserves this hate for. Well, by gosh, we're going to find out. You are, uh, absolutely. Geeks, grading, geekdom. Yep. And when will it be on next? It will be on Friday at 7 and again Saturday at 10 a.m. And then I'm set it up for download because the first one is available for download on our website, DrakeHallMemphis.com. That was about Ant-Man and uh, was pretty fun and interesting. And you can get all these podcasts, except for mine, because mine are about music. And the laws don't allow us to put those podcasts up for download because you can't legally play the music. We're giving it would be us giving away other people's music, and they don't like that. Nope, they do not like that. Uh, A few things here that I have kept. uh, We can cover them tomorrow and Monday and on to next week. Uh, Yesterday was International Woman's Day. Uh, You would suspect that women have made great strides towards equality with men, and you would likely be wrong, according to this these stories that I have found this morning. Inequality is in play, well, with anybody who is not a white man is just doesn't get the same kind of respect, the same kind of pay, the same kind of things, which sounds like something out of a history book or a movie because you would think that they had made, made great strides toward making things more equal. Uh, this headline from Axios News Service says one big thing. America still does not put women on pedestals. That is, unless they need to be cleaned, is my addition to that. <laughs> um, which is being sarcastic. It's easier in the U.S. to find a sculpture of a mermaid than any American-born woman who actually is part of this world. Really? Wow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That is from Monument Lab, a nonprofit that in 2021 counted who and what Americans honor in their public art. 22 sculptures of mermaids to 21 honoring abolitionist (laughs) Harriet Tubman. I guess they all like the film Splash with Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks. I forgot about that. Monuments have historically represented our values by putting concepts and people on literal pedestals. But public art in the U.S. has long had a lopsided view. No comprehensive, up-to-date ledger of American public art 
exists. But researchers agree that women and people of color are deeply underrepresented. No drag queens either, I'm guessing. Of the top 50 uh, 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 people from, from history uh, in Monument Lab data, only three are women. Only five are black or indigenous. Huh. Half are people who enslaved others. That's why we have the never-ending, although much quieter, issue of tearing down statues to the disgust of white power people. Only white folks matter in their eyes. Only 6% of American monuments feature real women as their subjects, according to research by various historians. And that's just mind-blowing to me. Uh, this next story, my wife has uh, before brought it up to me, and I never really grasped the um, how intensive and what a problem this is. The story is headlined, Mapped the Period Tax. Oh, yeah. Women, this is this just blew my mind. 23 states and D.C. have banned taxes on menstrual items, and 12 states are eyeing new laws for so-called period tax exemptions this year. Uh, it's about progress toward gender equity, and it still lags when it comes to how much money women pay on everyday items. The issues that we discussed here, one was about razors. Yeah. Ladies oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. buy pink razors, and they cost a lot more than men's do. And men's shaving items are they're they're so high priced it's ridiculous it's even more so for women the average cost of these products for the monthly visitor are about 20 bucks per cycle which adds up to 18,000 over the average woman's lifetime do you believe that Sid do you find that to be true when I had to use that stuff yeah and razors are worse. I used to use the guy's razor because I was like, I'm not spending that on That's women's smart. razor when it's the same thing. Probably better. The same damn thing. Your face is more coarse than my leg, so I'll give me a man's razor. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's better. Inequality. Uh, you know, I, it's, uh, it's everywhere you look. And it's 2023, right? Is that accurate? Th yeah, that I is the so. year. Yeah. <laughs> Female CEOs. Share what it took to get to the top. Some very interesting comments. Gina Boswell is the CEO of Bet of Bath and Body Works. Her answer: the lotion, in its intense wisdom, chose me. Okay. <laughs> the Walgreens CEO, a lady named Rosalind Brewer, says. I just tossed the bloodied head of my predecessor on the table in front of the terrified board members and got the job. So that's pretty good advice, I think. Yeah. This is um, that's funny. not a serious piece, as you might have already <laughs> guessed, or not. Because sometimes it sounds too real to be true. Mm -hmm. Oprah Winfrey. Thank God she's pretty much gone. Oprah says she got to where she is. I spake the forbidden words into the void. The void shrieked back at me, shaking my body to the very core of where a 
soul once would have been. The sacrifice was made. And the voice from the void came from nowhere and everywhere. I do, said I. That's how Oprah talks, I guess. <laughs> I haven't heard her say much. Michelle Buck is the Hershey CEO. She says, wait, I'm CEO since 2017? Shit, i got to make some calls. <laughs> That's good. Karen Litch, a woman in charge of CVS pharmacies. I let all 85 uh, a million customers in our stores from, from all of her stores cough right in my face and that got her the CEO gig. <laughs> That's the links they have to go oh. to. Uh, let's see. Jane Goodall, who you know is a researcher and a lifelong supporter of chimpanzees and monkeys and, and, and animals and stuff. She says, you have to be cutthroat with these chimps. If a male tries to rip off your face, you rip off theirs twice as hard. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, thank you, Jane, for that help. Hayward R. Donegan, Rite Aid. So all these big drugstore chains are CEO'd by women. She cool. says, what is the girl boss name for a woman doing extortion? I did that. And you can too. <laughs> so that's, that's her advice on how to get where you want to go. Rihanna, I don't know what this means. So I'm going to skip it because I don't know what she's talking about. Safra Katz, Oracle CEO, says, I just began to put CEO on my business cards until it stuck. <laughs> I, I, got, I should try that. That's funny. Why not? Vicki Holub is the CEO of Occidental Petroleum. Her key to success, well, as much oil as I drink, I was far and away their best customer. <laughs> I drank gallons and gallons of that black stuff, and eventually they took notice. So there are some tips on how to climb the ladder to be the CEO of a firm. It's odd, and there are some more of these, but just reading those previous stories and then looking at how many CEOs that are women, the best, the, 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 the best, best manager I ever worked for, ever, and one that hired me to work in Memphis in 88, was a woman. And by far, the best person I've ever worked for and with. Sherry Sawyer was her mm -hmm. name. And nobody after her even came close to being helpful and compassionate and tough when they had to be. And she was the best. And I've worked for men or with men ever since then. And the, and the, the a majority of them were sociopathic assholes. So I'll take a woman any day to be in charge. Any day. They and should be in these spots a lot more than men should. Because men are dicks. <laughs> yes. Go ahead, Sid. But you, you are by far... You are the umpteenth... I mean, you are, you are not the only one who has said that about her in the past and I did not ever get to meet her face to face but talk to her and she was awesome. She was an, an incredible lady and she has been gone for 12 years. She died of breast cancer which she uh, she got we were down on uh, Beale Street. She got sick and left for a bit and she came back and then she was excised by Clear Channel Radio. They 
totally messed her over. And she left town and she came back when Zeke and I got back on the radio after being off for six months to a new station. And she came back to Memphis uh, and was our boss over there. And she was fantastic. And then the cancer came back and she had to go away. And it was awful. It was awful. So that's if that was 12 years ago, tomorrow, if you want to put stuff into a time frame sequence, Bad Dog died 10 years ago tomorrow. Oh, wow. 10 years ago. And Zeke has been gone for eight years on February 10th, which I did not bring up because it was it's just too hard sometimes. But I'd work for a woman happily in most cases, as opposed to insecure men that just are too insecure and crazy. So Not going to disagree. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's just unbelievable. And speaking of inequality and stupidity, if you don't think that politicians are terrified that white people are going to be the minority, and maybe already are in some places, hear about this white nationalism and all of this crap that keeps coming out of the mouths of people that we have put in office. Uh, Dig this one. All 26 House Oversight Republicans refused to sign a statement denouncing white supremacy yesterday. (laughs) Really? 26 of these men, I'm guessing, on the powerful House Oversight Committee refused to sign a simple two-sentence statement denouncing white supremacists. Once again, what year is this again? 2023? The thing said we, we, the members of the Committee on Oversight, together denounce white nationalism and white supremacy in all its forms. These hateful and dangerous ideologies have no place in the work of a U.S. Congress or our committee. 26 of them refused to sign that because oh, they're white God. supremacists. Well, that it believe sounds that like they support it then. They support white supremacy. Mm. Wow. So I guess I'll get my hood and white robe out because I might need to wear it again to stay alive. Insane. Do you, do you believe this bullshit is still going on? That's, that, that's remarkable. 26 that's members. Pretty- this party is going to blow itself to smithereens. They're trying, it seems, to do that. And doing stuff like this is not helping their cause. It wouldn't help anybody's cause. But to do it so blatantly, 26 people that will not sign that. So bring on the Klan. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. It's a little, uh, little concerning, isn't it? We have other things here I'm going to get to uh, probably tomorrow, and uh, Wes and Sid do too for the meantime. We're going to play some songs. We are going to I, we like doing the little theme sets from time to time. I, for some reason, this band popped into my mind. I don't know why, if I heard it someplace and it got into my subconscious, but the band April Wine came into my brain, and I thought, hmm, we don't play anything by them. And they had some good moments. Band from Canada, and they had a few hits on the radio. Uh, one one big pop hit 
which I hate, but it was still a huge tune. But this song right here uh, sounds really good still. It's an 80-ish sounding song. But we're going to play it and play some songs in the thematic vein having to do with roll. Here's April Wine from I don't know when, a long time ago. Great sounding rock and roll tune called Roller. This is Drake Digital. 